Welcome to Fridays on the Fly. I'm Ward. We are creative people, the creative projects. Sometimes we talk about that, among other things. Be forewarned, sometimes content or language may be inappropriate for children. Greetings and welcome to episode 415, 415 episodes. Can you believe it? Neither can I. Absolutely crazy. I believe last week I was talking about the Hyundai Sonata, how I got stalled on painting the bumpers because I just, you know, I need to install my air dryer and filter kit and I get keep getting distracted by building Sasquatches and restoring metal storage units and everything else, a Honda Pilot. I mean, a whole nother new car project. I'm thinking what I'm going to do because, I mean, that thing is ready to drive. It's been ready to drive the entire time. Well, other than the water, the wa- what, water, not the water pump, the water, it's like a water temperature regular, what was it? I don't remember. Some part. It's like a plastic water something. I don't know, some of the coolant, where everything kind of plugs into is plastic, is cracked. Can never see the crack, can never find the crack, but it's leaking enough that it was an issue. Uh, since then, I mean, it's a runner. It's ready to drive. And I've sent my yard doing nothing because I haven't put the bumpers on. Right now, I'm thinking, I'm going to put the old bumpers back on. Yeah, they're they're wrecked. And the front bumper, I cut a six by six, six inch piece out so I could get my paint guy to paint match it. I may just rivet that in. And I'm thinking about putting the old bumpers back on because it's almost October. And October is always my Halloween costume month. I mean, I've spent the entire month on it. So I think another month that goes by where this now is not getting driven. We know cars sit, cars rot. And this thing's been sitting for about a month, uh, maybe more. So I'm going to throw the old bumpers on there and start driving it and make sure, you know, because, yeah, you let cars sit, things go wrong. It needs to be driven. I'm going to start driving it uh, with Halloween coming up. And that's just another month down. Then it's November, it gets cold, and, you know, I make all kinds of excuses. So I think it's I think it's time to let's just drive it. You know, the bumpers, I think the bumpers, they're not terrible, if I recall. I mean, they look better than no bumpers. And, you know, you see a car, that's where the bumpers are messed up. You're like, hey, let's not, let me get away from that guy because he might run into me. You know, it gives you like a little bit. It's like driving defensively. I think that's a good thing. We can work with that. Like I said, October is Halloween costuming. This year, I'm the Grim Reaper. I started thinking about my ideas. I mean, I first thought about the Grim Reaper. I wanted to do this costume two years ago because whenever I'm building a costume, when that last week, I'm thinking, what do I want to be next year? Because I don't care for this project anymore you know once you get to the 90 percent, i don't care about the project anymore and so i was thinking two years ago what do i want to be i want to be the grim reaper and then last year i couldn't be the grim reaper because my son said i want to be the grim reaper dad and if you build your costume it's gonna look better than my bought costume so you can't be the grim reaper i obliged him i was okay i was happy to oblige him but then i was like ah next year next year find the grim reaper because i've never done a costume of my own design now the grim reaper is not my concept but the costume design is completely my own idea and i've got plenty of ideas for that and at this point, I've done like a skull mask with, uh, you know, use sunglasses, lenses to be the eyes. I've done that like this might be the third year in a row, fourth year in a row. I don't know. I mean, I've done that a few times. I'm going to do that because it just looks really good. Like last, not last year, the year before I scorpion and I painted the skull mask and kind of faded like black paint right into the eye socket. So like it really was very seamless looking, really sharp. And with the sunglasses, you can see through it. People can't see your eyes. It just looks really creepy, really good. I want to attach a jaw so the jaw kind of moves with my mouth. I'll do like some spandex or something over my, my mouth. So you don't actually see my mouth. You just see this skull jaw moving. That's going to look good. You know, got to have the hood. I want it really pointy. I mean, I want it not kind of cartoony, but cartoony to an effect. I mean, my Sith, Sith, Skith, Sith, Sith, I think it is. I want that to be like eight feet tall. I want the blade comically long. I want it like four feet long. You, know, you kind of have the handle midway. I'm going to use PVC as a frame because, you know, yeah, I'm going to coat it in foam, but foam will not support. Coat it on foam, carve it up so it looks like like this rugged old wooden handled Sith. Sith? I, got, oh, I need to look that word up. I don't know how you pronounce it. 
But yeah, I want that blade like four feet long, like just really big, really menacing. I'm not going the bloody route, just old and kind of rusty and rough looking. That's what I want, you know, kind of dirty. And I mean, that that's just going to make a statement, you know, like, and that's why I need that handle midway because you're going to you need two spots to hold this thing as big as it's going to be. I want a big, kind of like a cross between a lantern and hourglass, you know, like I just I picture death, the Grim Reaper holding this lantern, you know, lighting the way. I want, an, I want to incorporate an hourglass with it because, you know, the Grim Reaper's always associated with time and time taking away in the hourglass. And so I'm, I think the hourglass, I mean, I want it kind of comically large. And the holdup I had was, well, what do I make the, the hourglass portion out of? And I was like, you know, can I buy something? No, no, I realized, hey, I need to use a two-liter soda bottle. Get one clear, uh, you know, two two-liters, boom, I got it. And great idea. That's going to work great. And I was thinking, all right, sand. I think I need red sand because it's just, you know, yeah, you can get the brown sand. I think the red sand is going to be more of a contrast. And it's going to look cooler. And, you know, the, I think this hourglass will be kind of wood. I need, I have to have some kind of handle that's attached in the middle because the hourglass has got to be able to flip over. And it's also I have to have enough resistance so it's not always flipping over, over, and over, and over. You know, you kind of control it. Uh, back to the mask. On the eyes slide up, and I want a controller to where I can change the color of the eyes. I mean, you know, like red to white to, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I need too many things, but just a couple different colors. Not sure I'm going to do that. It might just, maybe do I just do, I might just do like red LEDs, call it a day. I mean, I've got LEDs, I've got wiring. I just don't know about changing the colors. You'd have to wire up multiple LEDs, and I, I don't know, I have to think about that one. And the robes, I want the robe. I mean, I want this guy to look fresh out of the grave. You know, I want it looking really ratty, like these robes are deteriorated, they're old. And I'm thinking a lot of layers. Kind of, you have your base layer, and then you do layers on top of that. They're just shredded and torn and moth-eaten, like just really, really rough looking. You know, I'll have to do some work on that. And I kind of want him to have some armor. I don't quite know how to do this, these mini layered robes and then armor. I'm thinking maybe shoulder pauldrons. All black, of course. Really kind of pointy, jagged, gnarly. Maybe some band braces. Maybe some shin guards. I've got some old motorcycle boots. I think I'm going to try to maybe recover and like make into some rough looking boots. I don't know. I, I thought for a little bit, do I do some kind of stilt? Uh, I've got like jumping, the jumping, like jumping stilts. Those are really hard to balance on. If I have any kind of stairs, I mean, that is dicey. I may literally see the Grim Reaper if I try going up downstairs with that. But my Sith, as big as it is, well, that kind of acts as a, a cane, a steady, if I have a stilt. Because I don't I mean, it's one thing to be the Grim Reaper. It's another thing to be the Grim Reaper when you're like seven or eight feet tall. I mean, how long, how tall are those boots? Maybe a foot, foot and a half? Like a seven foot or seven and a half foot tall Grim Reaper? I mean, that is just, that's a whole nother level. That's where I need to be. The stilts pose its own issue because I'm not buying more stilts. The nice thing about the jumping boots are they're very nimble. You know, you get drywall stilts, but they're so clunky that kind of ruins the effect. I don't know. I don't, and then I thought, well, do I just use the boots I have and just create some foam lifts? I've done that before, you know, do like a two or three inch lift because you can, can kind of, you can sculpt out the boot and change the shape to where it kind of blends in. It looks like just a really massive boot, kind of make the toe a little bit longer for scale. And, you know, three inches, not a ton of space, not a ton of height, but a little bit of height. Uh, and yeah, it might be that I make my head and mask give that a little bit of height too. I don't, I gotta think through all that. Cause even, you know, the shoulder pond, like how does that work with this robe? I almost feel like the robe might just kind of engulf these things where the pauldrons just may not work. Maybe I just make the pauldrons oversized and put on top of the robe. I don't know. A lot of things I gotta sort through. I've thought generally, I've not thought specifically. I need to start sketching this stuff up because I gotta figure out how much material I need. Gotta dye it all black. Oh, and like the real cool thing I wanted to do, and I looked and get, Bugs pretty cheap online, fake bugs, but I almost want it when I walk around, like fake bugs fall out of my robe. Yeah, I mean, they need to be biodegradable and all, just, you know, I care about the environment. But how cool is that? You see this, like, gnarly, scary, like, grody, moldy-looking Grim Reaper, 
as he walks, he leaves his trail of bugs. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. That is what I want. So I've been thinking about that. But it is time to get to sketching. Uh, luckily, you know, a lot of this stuff, EVA foam, I got a ton of that on hand. I can start doing some of that as I start sketching. Actually, I got a fair amount of PVC on hand. Do I have enough? And, and like some of the stuff, I just need to figure out the height. Because, you know, the Sith, I'm thinking eight feet tall. Well, most doorways are like seven foot four. So do I want to have to duck every time I go in the door? Like four feet sounds cool. But is it just going to be unwieldy? Um, I mean, I want it really big, though. And eight foot by four feet seems seems right. Uh, but with most, most everything I do on Halloween, I'm going to sketch it out, kind of get an idea. Because eight foot tall, four feet long may just be completely unwieldy. May need to go back to like seven foot and three feet long. Again, that's how we sketch. And I mock everything up out of cardboard, you know, cater around, see, like, is this going to be a chore getting into every door? Is there no in the door? Is the door going to like shut on my Sith and eventually break it and just create a mess? Stuff like that. You know, the lifts, like, I love Halloween costumes from at a significant amount of height. You know, it just, it adds something. It is awesome. Uh, and I got to figure that one out. Because then, you know, the, the other thing is, do I make it kind of a dual thing to where I build it with the stilts? You know, the length of the robes like work with the stilts because you'd have to build a boot around the stilts. I don't want you to see stilts. I want you to think boots, like some kind of foot. Well then if the ropes are long enough to just reach kind of my ankles, cause you don't want them, I won't be stepping on it. I'll definitely fall down in stilts. Well then if I fall off the stilts, I got to somehow be able to quickly tie up the robe so the costume still works. I can do this double height thing because I'm not always gonna be wearing stilts. Like some places are just not conducive to that. So that's a whole extra layer. That might be something, you know, when I'm a week or two away, do I have time to do this? Probably. This seems like an easier costume. I mean, so many years, there's all these different pieces of armor and all these little things. Like this, it's the robe, it's the helmet, the head, I mean, the the hood. That, I think I'm going to have to put plastic inside, like, the hood part, because I want it to be really stiff and, like, kind of project out from my face. Like, I want it, like, I want it to look like a cartoon, because only a cartoon will cloth project out like that and not fold over. Well, in this, I'm going to plastic in it to do that. Uh, you know, the boots, I don't really know what I'm going to do with the boots, so I'm making some kind of gnarly gothic looking boot am i just using motorcycle boots i have and doing a little bit of recover work so that don't look like motorcycle boots i don't know van braces i mean i do like the idea of van braces uh one thing one item i've not quite figured out is the hand i want it to be like skeleton looking fingers long you know bony fingers they probably make gloves that do that i don't know I, like i want it to look legit and like with anything like that if i buy the gloves i mean it often need to be some kind of finger extension my fingers are not super long Certainly not long enough for the bony Grim Reaper fingers I'm I'm envisioning. So you know you need to paint it to give that real effect. I don't know. I have to think about that one too. I really need to start sketching. I mean, October is soon. We got a lot to figure out, but it seems like a somewhat of an easier year. But also, I'm like I'm really looking forward to this. I've been thinking about Grim Reaper for two years. It'll be nice to finally do that. Being my first Halloween year where I'm doing an original design. You know, it's cool to mimic somebody else. I think my favorite is uh, the Star Wars, not Boba Fett. The Mandalorian. I mean, that, I just, I recreated that so well. I mean, it looks legit. It looks, it looks like it walked off the, the TV set. And I had a lot of fun recreating that and doing it authentically. And but it's kind of cool to do my own design. I mean, I've thought of my own design before. I was going to do like a kind of a Mandalorian, Boba Fett inspired, you know, pseudo armor like that, but more like integrating skulls and bones and things. And, uh, you know, when I was thinking about doing that, Mandalorian came out, I was like, well, I really like the Mandalorian. I'm just going to do that. And that kind of, I guess I don't need to do this other one I was doing anymore. Maybe another year. Oh, I just had, I had the greatest idea this year for Halloween. Uh, I had a great idea, like recently, probably not for this year for Halloween, but the Hamburglar. Oh my gosh. I want to do the Hamburglar. Like, I think next year, that is my top idea for next year. I just think it'd be awesome to do the Hamburglar. 
uh, you know, just doing like some kind of mascot type costume is kind of fun. I've not done a lot of that. I've done like kind of mascot-esque type things. That'd be fun. And like everybody knows the Hamburglar. And there's just, there's something about the Hamburglar, you know, McDonald's and all that. Um, and I wouldn't even do them like Halloween or gruesome or gory. It's just like straight up Hamburglar. I think that'd be dope. Uh, so I think next year, I think that's where we're going, like a big hamburger head. And there's all kinds of, like I've seen different Hamburglars where the more recent one that I think got canceled in the 90s or 2000s kind of had a normal head, just a big old head. Back in the seventies, he had a hamburger head, and like that's just that's a trip too. I don't know which which one I go. Do I just kind of mix and match and do my own thing? Maybe. I mean, I do that in plenty of costumes. But that that is the costume. That's where we are on that. I'm excited. I mean, at this point in life, October one means Halloween costume, and I work on that every night, every weekend. I mean, it is it's a marathon and a sprint in one. I don't get anything else done because all the focus is on in one month. Can you complete this costume? And sometimes I complete it. Sometimes, like I don't. Last year, I didn't quite get everything I wanted to done. The year before that, I was spray painting. The year before that, I was Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. And I was spray painting his, I can't remember the technical name. I remember when I did it two years ago. But like his spear with a dagger on the end. I was painting that an hour. No, I was painting that like 30 minutes before I switched to leave to go to a Halloween party. Uh, I got it done. Like that's the last part got done. But it was down to the wire. Like when I did the Mandalorian. Whenever I put on the helmet and I'd wear it around on Halloween, I was getting a contact high because there's so much glue in there that had not set and cured because I'd like, you know, I was rushing around like the day before. I tried, I really, uh, that year, I remember I tried to get the helmet done early to have plenty of time to off gas. I think I, you know, just in my scheduling, I think I had it done a week early. It's still so much like glue still setting and off gassing in there. Like it was a contact high I ever put it on. That was cool. That was a cool costume. Probably Mandalorian is one of my favorites. Just the, how authentic I recreated it. Uh, you know, I mean, then like the Ghostbusters one, that was just cool. Like six-year-old me would have been so stoked to see me like really build a proton pack, a ghost trap. Like, I mean, all that stuff looked legit, legit. I used blueprints off the actual movie prop stunt packs. Uh, yeah. And then like, there's the first one. I was like, I was a, um, crusade soldier, you know, like I did real chain mail, uh, just some cool things I've done. I mean, all the costumes are kind of cool. I mean, there's some that I wish I'd finished. I did whatever the cartoon troll hunters is on Netflix. I can't remember the Egyptian guy, but I did that. I was going to do like kind of lizard skin because he has kind of like a lizard skin and I just, I didn't finish it in time. And it looked cool. I did a whole muscle suit. Like, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work went into that, but I wish I, I wish I'd gotten finished. And I still want to do that lizard skin thing. I just, it's tough, bro. All right. I think that wraps it up. I think this episode, like we're in a good spot next week. I better be talking about how much I've gotten done on the Halloween costume. So I'm not talking about that. We are way behind. Yeah. I think even every year, even though I'm like crushing Halloween, I still do the podcast episode. So, you know, like respect for that. I mean, I'm crushing trying to get this Halloween thing out on time, but I still take time for the podcast. That is dedication. I'm going to leave you on that note. Dedication, baby. Uh, oh, uh, just some fun things. I'm like upturning plenty of things in my life. Uh, well, not really. I mean, that, that really is an overstatement, but just uh, taking a step back from social things I'm involved in, kind of upturning that. And sometimes, you know, you just, you have to like reorient. Doing the same thing over and over just for the sake of doing it over and over doesn't always work. I mean, sometimes you got to take a step back and ask yourself, am I happy doing this? Am I doing this just because it's comfortable because I've been doing it for so long? I, I can't imagine doing something else. Is it time just to take a step away to upturn things, to change things? And the answer a lot of times is, yeah, let's switch it up. And I'm going to be, I'm, that's, I'm going to keep it vague like that for now. We'll talk about, maybe talk about more in the future. Maybe it doesn't matter enough to talk about it. We'll see. But uh, I just wanted to throw out a little thought nugget for you. A little thought nugget all up in your brain. I'll talk to you next week. 
And you can count on that. This has been another rousing episode of Fridays on the Fly. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Ward. Go to our website, fridaysonthefly.com. From there, you can find everything. Episodes, iTunes links, Stitcher, whatever you need from Fridays on the Fly, you can find it there. So go there, check us out. <laughs>